All right, guys, what is up? Today we are recording from the famous Russell Hotel, as you all know. Like we do every week, we just wanted to spice it up a little bit. Rather than reading that little intro, we wanted to just come on here and talk to you guys a little bit about the Russell Hotel. So the Russell Hotel is a famous historic church fuck a famous <laughs> wait, what's church it? and fuck in the same sentence <laughs> so sorry i apologize just in the same sentence right next to each other wait what is it wait it's a historical east national church to, like, read. trans it's a trans it's a church transformed turn my mic on is it on okay it's on it's i just had to turn it down because we kept hitting red okay it's a historical east nashville church transformed into a one of a kind unique hotel that was wrong boutique hotel anyways all I'm saying is, have you seen this place? Have you seen our Instagram? You see that stained glass? Yeah, that's here. You see the purple chairs? That's here. Yeah, <laughs> see the yeah, Dolly Parton? That's here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Our whole see, feed is the Russell Hotel. No, it really is. Yeah. Also, not to mention, it's stunning and it's amazing for pictures. The interior design is just incredible it, yeah every time i walk in here i just like get a little like mood sigh of relief. yeah and i'm it's like ah, the russell yeah also their bathroom has the funnest wallpaper yeah they do i love their bathroom i take so many pictures in there yeah oh my I god i think every time i come here i take a picture in the bathroom not gonna lie yeah book your experience today at www wait yeah Okay, okay, yeah. www.russellhotel. No, nope, sorry. The Russell. Russell. Oh my god. www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.www.russellnashville.com.
five years is not, I don't know, that seems too soon for a reunion because I feel like I still see everyone like Mm -hmm. pretty often. Yeah, me too. But it's weird though. Just even get that piece of letter in the mail. I'm like, what? I just left. Yeah, like we're not even out of college yet. Like, and they're like, hey, time for a reunion. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. That was just weird. That I didn't know it was, today. I don't think mine is five years. I think it's ten. I think yeah, I haven't maybe, heard anything. So who maybe knows? that's just our school. I have no idea what the the time is for most schools, but like ours is five apparently. Well, also, isn't the class president supposed to be the one that does that? That would suck. You're signing up for <laughs> class president for the rest of your life <laughs> if you do class president your oh senior my God, year. Yeah, that's weird. That's that would, really weird. That would, I would not. Yeah. Okay, so that's me. What about you, Riley? What have you been up to? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just said that and left? <laughs> and left. <laughs> so my parents came in town last Wednesday, and they stayed until Sunday, and um, we just had a really good time. I hadn't seen my parents in a while, and so it was really good to have them in town and get some quality time. Yeah, so nothing too crazy. I mean, just had a lot of quality time with my parents we did a lot of nice restaurants i did a lot of shopping um my wardrobe is a little bit revamped (laughs) (laughs) that's the one thing i do before like my mom comes is i like don't do anything until she comes so she can pay for it yes i do (laughs) no i do the same thing like i y'all i love you (laughs) (laughs) avery's mom is here with us while we're recording the intro yeah um my benefits with my new job started um, like two days ago. So I got laser hair removal on my armpits and I have my nail appointment booked for next week. Yeah. Oh my God. I have so many treatments like lined up, ready to go. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's so exciting. That makes me, have you seen those TikToks where like all the girls like see like a, a, or a TikTok where they like have like their like morning routine, skincare routine. And like this girl's like, or like all the girls are like, I think I'm doing like girling wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's not having like a routine. Yeah, because they have like they're like, oh my god, like you guys do that. Like I don't do any of that. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, if your skin's great, like you don't really need to. But also, a lot of it is more like looking towards the future. Yeah. Rather than using like Cetaphil, which does nothing for your skin other than like clean it. But yeah, and so I need to get all my like products and stuff now. And get my skincare routine together. It is so hard to keep up with it though. Like it it is. It's so hard. Like, once I get in a routine, I'm fine. But when I'm starting a routine, I have to remember, like, every single thing and, like, how to apply it, what to use, when to do the it. The order, I'm, like, how much to use. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is when I can, like, hire an assistant, you know? And I'm, do like, your, to do your yeah, skincare do my, routine. It, sometimes it's literally too much. I'm, Avery, like, I can't. What? If I were someone's assistant, they're, like, hey, do my skincare routine. I'd be, like, I quit. <laughs> But you know what I mean, though? Like, sometimes it gets to be so much. I'm like, can someone just do this for me? (laughs) You have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. Nobody can do anything for you. Today, what are we talking about, Avery? We're talking about love languages. Um, We go in depth of, you know, what love languages are, how you can apply them in platonic relationships versus familial relationships versus friendships. Intimate. That was platonic. Sorry. Versus intimate <laughs> relationships. We got all the different things. That's, I just, that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we talk about? Um, I think we talk, we, I mean, we just talk about how, like, it affects our relationships. Like, each kind. And how we have, like, a love tank, you know, that needs to be filled. And, like, 
how it can benefit us and how it can benefit the other person in the relationship too. And just basically the after effects of love languages. Yeah. What she said. Yeah. So we're really excited for this episode. So here it is. Cue Lily. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. We are so excited to intro our guest today. Today we have Lily Nelson, who is a graphic design major at Belmont. She is one of our friends and definitely in the friend group. If you listen to the friend groups episode, we shout her out in that one. But today we are talking about love languages. Lily is a love language expert. <laughs> I don't know about expert, but and by expert, I'll take it. She read a book. But I read a <laughs> yeah. single book. But, but you know what? She's doing more than uh, Avery and I are. She and knows more than me and Riley. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she is Love going. to share the wisdom. Yeah. Lily is out here killing it. And she has a lot of really cool internships and a lot of really cool gigs. We're doing a shoot after this with her. And yeah. also, if you like our social media content, Lily took all of those pictures. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. You know, she's very talented. Oh, Go give thanks. her a follow. Lily's amazing. She's so talented. She does a lot of cover art. Yeah, and Loki, she's like my mentor. <laughs> a little bit. Because, like, I mean, she does photography, but I do videography. But whenever I need help, I go to her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Aww. awesome and amazing at it. So, Thanks, guys. <laughs> Very skilled. We'll just start off by asking, like, what are love languages? Okay. Well, um, I'm not Wait. an expert, as I said before. So but, sorry. Um, I did read a book called The Five Love Languages um, by Gary Chapman. Uh, I got it from a friend, shout out Marie. So I I read it and it was awesome. And I feel like I learned a lot about myself and how I communicate with others and in my relationships, not only with like my boyfriend, but also with my family and my friends. Well, love languages is basically like your primary way that you communicate and express like emotional love. Um, These can be different ways. And like I said, again, it could be in a relationship with family, friends, your significant other, but it's just how you express love and how you receive it. So you have like your primary receiving love language. So that's how you like get your love tank full in a sense. Um, That's an analogy that is used in the book a lot. It's like your love tank. And if your love tank isn't full, then that relationship is kind of like at a standstill in a way. Interesting. So can you, well, before we like go like too far, can you like briefly also describe the love tank? Yeah. So Gary Chapman, my king, author of the five love languages, um, he kind of equates your love tank to how you, I don't know. He, he was just talking about how if your love tank isn't full, you're not getting what you need out of that relationship. So whether that's like, you're not getting, I don't know like kind of how to explain it. You know, like your love tank needs to be full in order for you to like give it. Yeah, know? exactly. Like if your oh, love tank's okay. not full, you're not getting what you need out of out of that relationship, whether that's like communication or like it's just all based upon those five love yeah. languages because in in a way a love language is a type of communication that's like mm-hmm. extremely important. Like if you guys don't communicate what your like love languages are you're not going to know how to fulfill the love that you can give to that person Mm -hmm. because they won't even if you like love them so much and like you express to them you want to like in a way yeah you want to express it in a way that satisfies them and like fills their love tank which is like the end goal yeah so like if you want your love tank to be filled then they have to satisfy you in the ways that you need exactly yeah okay so in order like for you to give love like you have to feel it it's kind of like match it's kind of the same thing of like matching energy of like yeah 
Okay. You know, if yeah. you're not giving me the same energy, then like I'm not gonna give that to you. Exactly. Like if okay. you're not putting in the work or like the effort or whatever. Like that's how I kind of think of it. And I was watching some videos that you sent me, Lily, where he was talking about the love tank is like a gas tank and mm -hmm. it's like a car. Like if you don't if you fill your car up halfway, yeah, you can get like far, but like not far enough. But if you fill it up all the way, it's gonna get you so much farther. And then like if it's empty, you can't go anywhere. Exactly. You know? That is such a cool analogy. That's <laughs> why I love it. It's the that. love gas tank. Yeah, and it's also kind of been described in other ways of like matching energy because we talked about that on the podcast with like mm -hmm. dating and stuff and like going me specifically, dates. like the guy wasn't matching my energy and right. I felt like I couldn't even give anymore because mm -hmm. I wasn't receiving anything. Yeah, exactly. you're just kind of like over it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. So what what are the five love languages? Okay, well, there's gift giving or receiving, uh, time spent, physical touch, words of affirmation, and then acts of service. So they're all like different, but I feel like all of them kind of like mesh together in a relationship. I feel like you need to have a little bit of everything, but mm -hmm. each person has their own primary love language. So what is one person's isn't like technically could be another one's. So right. it's all like individual and like different for everyone. Yeah. What would you say is your primary one? I'm definitely words of affirmation. Okay. Definitely. I think I am a little bit too. I used to be um, quality time, mm -hmm. but I don't know, like recently it changed to words of af. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think it's based on to like how you grew up with love as a kid and like mm -hmm. how your parents showed you love. Mm -hmm. um, that's what the book was talking about. It's like growing up receiving a certain thing or not receiving certain love can affect how, or just receiving it in different ways. Like growing up is how your love language is like. Mm -hmm. like turn out are you the type of the type of person that needs like reassurance oh yeah i need to be validated okay, me too. <laughs> okay. i think that's why because like i love like Wait, Avery, sorry what was yours again was it also words, words of, of, of off? Off. yeah but it was it was it used to be quality time but now i'm like i think it kind of stems from like needing reassurance i don't like mm -hmm. i love like just knowing like what they're thinking mm -hmm. and yeah yeah saying it mm -hmm. and like just you know communication instead of me just being like what are you thinking like, yeah you know like i want to i want to know like yeah. <laughs> i want them to say it yeah. i i do that all the time i've i've always thought mine was quality time because i can be so content with just being with someone that I love like mm -hmm. even if our backs are to each other and we're watching TikTok yeah. I'm so content with that but like come to find out that's at, that's not actually quality time quality time is like you know unplugging and like spending time together mm -hmm. you know like quality conversation right. quality yeah. Yeah. well I am that like way intentional. too like I'm like I want to do that but I feel like really I'm the same where I'm so satisfied with just being in the same room yeah. as them and hanging out and doing whatever but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess unplugging, I guess, is just like deep conversations, mm -hmm. like more into the like intimate, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when I took I retook the quiz today, just like in preparation, just to see, you know, if anything's changed. And it said actually that my top one now is words of affirmation. Um, and you can take the quiz too on five lung. Oh my gosh. On you can take the quiz on fivelovelanguages.com. So I retook the quiz today and I was like 30% words of af and 27% quality time. So those wow. are almost like neck and neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know. I I do like you know that verbal affirmation. 
But I think I also like, I like quality time. I like right. having deep conversation and like meaningful conversation. I'm the same, but I don't know. I always come back to the saying where it's like actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's you where know? I see. That's like the downfall of like me being a words of affirmation person. Right. Like yeah. I will literally like take anything you say to heart, which is good, but also yeah. like, like I, like you said, like actions do speak louder than words. And like, right. if someone's promising me to do something and like that they'll do, I'm always going to be like, okay, like he'll do it or like. So yeah, I guess maybe acts of service is where that comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about gift giving. So from what I read in the book, gift giving is like, well, obviously it's get, like giving gifts to your significant other or like friends or family. Um, like I said, it's applicable to like any relationship, but what's important about gift giving is that it's not about the money that you spend on the gift it's about the thought so right it's like oh he, like he or she thought of me like you could be on a walk and bring back like a feather to someone mm -hmm. or like a little bird feather and like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this reminded me of you yeah um so it's just kind of about the thought of like oh he thought of me yeah it's not as much about like like the actual like rolex or like yeah. it's not yeah. like actually the the gift itself it's, it's the just thought. the thought behind that's it. exactly what it is yeah yeah um, and then the next one is time spent. So that's another like given, but it's time spent in quality and like intentional time. So like you said, kind of like someone who needs quality time or time spent, that's their love language, wouldn't be content with like what you said, like, like just hanging out and doing nothing. Like it's more of that unplugging, like talk to me, not looking at your phone and, and like be yeah. present with mm -hmm. me. So just intentionality with that and like the time you spend together doing something that you love. So like, let's say like a time spent person would there like something that would really fill their love tank would be doing something that they love with someone that they love. So like I love art. So if my boyfriend was like, Oh, let's go like to his, like an art gallery or something yeah. mm -hmm. like that would yeah. be a time spent for me. Cause I'm doing something I love with someone that I love. Yeah. I like that. I think that one ultimately might be my top one, even though the quiz says otherwise, <laughs> even though it lies. Well, I just, I don't know because I feel like, that was my issue with the last guy I was talking to was Pittsburgh. Yeah. With Pittsburgh uh -huh. is he, <laughs> I'm giggling no, over that here. Was, that was my issue with Pittsburgh is like, he wouldn't take the time to, you know, come hang out or like go yeah. on dates anymore. He's just, he stopped like wanting to hang out and, and like wanting to see me. Wasn't full. And yeah. And he that's wasn't like communicating his love for you. Yeah. Well, and that's like what ultimately yeah. caused me to like end it because I was like, you're not fulfilling my needs. Like I need you to like mm -hmm. take me out or like, you know, come over and hang out with me or like we can just like talk or like mm -hmm. whatever. But I needed that kind of thing. And for right. him, he was just like, no, he, he wasn't really communicating that with you either. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying like why he was doing that. Yeah. Like you were just kind of like noticing it and like, you're like, what the fuck? Well, then he would be like, oh, like, no, nothing's wrong. Like, I'm just busy, but right, it'd be like yeah. a month. And like, I was like, okay, you're not just busy anymore. Like I'm, I'm done. Right. And like, that's the reason why it all like fell apart. He would give me a lot of words of F mm -hmm. like yeah. over text and stuff. But then that's the thing is like when push come to shove, like he, he didn't follow through with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's like where I think words of aff kind of tricked me and that's why I hung on for so long. It tricked you. It did. And then <laughs> Pulled it like, a fast one on you. Until like I realized like, okay, this means nothing mm -hmm. to him clearly. It's it's not gonna work out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like if if there's ever a guy that I'm casually dating, I think words of ass 
ass. Oh, <laughs> words of ass. I cannot talk words right now. Of words of aff will suffice for like a minute or two. But once I develop feelings, mm-hmm. you know, and like I'm starting to like like him more or like be more into it and more interested, then I'm expecting the time spent, the yeah. quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if I don't get that, then I'm like, okay, I'm out. But like mm-hmm. before, I think for like a little bit, words of aff would suffice. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. For a little bit. Okay. Yeah. The next one is physical touch. This one I feel like can get really like tricky because when you think of physical touch, I feel like a lot of people just think about like very like like sex. Like sex. Yeah. I'll just put it out there. Yeah. But physical touch doesn't necessarily mean sex. Exactly. It's like a physical touch is more like like you you walk by your partner and you like brush her on the shoulder or like you hold hands with her in public while you're walking or like just like the little reminder like the the physical contact of like knowing that like your person is there Mm -hmm. and especially in times of like need and and like sadness and like when you really need someone I was reading about it and it's like the best thing for someone who's physical touch who's going through a hard time is like being like held by someone that they love and that's where the physical Mm -hmm. touch comes in like they don't need the like words or like advice but it's just the physical like contact with like with your person Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what's gonna fill you up like an embrace or something like that i think from that i would get like comfort Mm -hmm. and i think like everyone has all of the love languages but it's more like the primary love language is Mm -hmm. like how you are filling it up like and like how they rank yeah how they rank exactly that's that's what it is it's how they rank um but I was reading too, I w- it was interesting because he does a lot of interviews and talks about his, cause he's a marriage counselor. So mm-hmm. he puts a lot of examples into his book and I thought it was interesting because he was talking to a guy and he, the guy was trying to figure out his love language, his primary one. And he was like, well, I think it's physical tr- touch, but also it could be words of affirmation. And th- the doctor was like, well, like, like explain to me. And then the guy was like, well, I really like having sex. Like that's like, I couldn't go without that. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the guy was like, okay, well, what about words of affirmation? And he's like, well, I really like when she like compliments me and like encourages me with my career and like, just like is affirming and like gives me, gives me that. And the doctor was like, well, let's take like, let's take it in like a negative way almost where it's like, if your partner was like bringing you down and not encouraging you and not giving you those things, would that be worse than not than like not having sex with her yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, actually that's so true. Like it's not the most important thing to me in my love language is like having that affirmation and like encouragement right. mm-hmm. and like having my person like tell me that I'm doing good and like just affirming me, you know? Yeah, I think that's like kind of tricky with men because sex is such a big important part of the way that they feel loved, you know? Right. Like they get that through physical affirmation. And so, it's, I feel like it's kind of a little bit more difficult to find that for men because most men just kind of assume that they're physical touch. But I've actually found a lot of men are more acts of service, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to like help mm-hmm. out or do things around the house, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about one couple in an interview I was listening to where, you know, he kept saying, I'm doing all this stuff for you, but like I just don't feel like loved and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, like they came they came to realize that these two people had very different love languages and while he was expressing it through acts of service she wasn't receiving it 
as love mm-hmm. because that's not her love language. And so there was okay. like a physical like communication barrier from their like love languages. And that's why I found the topic of love language to be so interesting is because it's like a make or break with your relationship. Like yeah, if you guys can't communicate in each other's love language, like you said, your tank's gonna be not full and I don't think your relationship will like work out in the end. Another like thing about physical touch that I kind of wanted to touch on is um, I kind of grew up with my parents always talking about love languages. They're like, like what Lily, like what's your love language? I'm like 12 and I'm like, I don't know. Like I like when you like <laughs> tell me I'm doing good in school. Like, I don't know. But my dad is very physical touch. So my mom, like they have like a little system, which I think is adorable now, but I didn't really like get back then where when he needs like his love tank full, he'll like, he'll like go like this and like tap his chest and my mom will like give him a little gold star and like tap him and like right on the heart and they called it like their gold star which is Wait, really cute. So cute but like that's just like a, a thing for like physical touch like just like that little like tap like mm-hmm. like I love you like you're doing great like, yeah just that and like seeing my parents like really communicate and like prioritizing their love languages and through like that type of communication I think is why I'm so interested in it now and why I think it's like extremely important in any Mm -hmm. relationship but just like growing up around that I thought it was cool I didn't grow up knowing about love languages or anything like that but my parents like I wouldn't say that they use it as a tool I think their love languages like kind of match up already where like they never really had that issue but that being said like now that I've started learning more about it I've had them like figure that out and then also like Enneagram too and like Mm -hmm. you know how to communicate with one another and like how to show love And it kind of came through realizing, like, me calling out my other family members' love languages. And, like, like kind of, like, myself just, like, figuring out what they are. Yeah. Like, my grandpa is physical touch. And I hate it. It makes me feel so uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, for him, that's how he's trying to show love to me. And I'm like, oh, I don't like I don't want to hug. Freak out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like also, too, like, at dinner, he'll, like, grab my thigh or something. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? But, and, like, that's why I am, too, like, with my other family members, and I'll try to, like, figure out, you know, my dad is definitely quality time, and then my mom is acts of service, and, like, trying to do that kind of stuff towards her as well. I think it's fun to, like, not analyze, but, like, see how people... How they interact. Yeah, see how people interact and, like, how they... I don't know. Like, I just think it's, like, cool to... I mean, yeah. Notice that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I grew up with divorced parents, and my mom's a single mom, so I never really got to see, like, or get a chance to analyze, like, how she would express her love in that way. But between me and her, I think it's definitely, like, words of affirmation. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that I am, like, a good communicator. Like, I see whatever is on my mind, and I'm, like, good at communicating to others and to her. And it's, like, I think that that is where words of aff comes from. Mm -hmm. It's just because, like, I'll say it and have no problem with it. And I think she's the same way is mm-hmm. like, she's more like that. But my sister is like so different. <laughs> like she, I think is more quality time, physical touch for sure. But yeah. That's interesting. I always, I don't think my mom, I think quality time is pretty far down on my mom's because that's something I always struggled with. Cause me and my dad bond so well because we're both quality time. You right, know, yeah. we both will go on walks together or like just like run errands together. And like, mm-hmm. you know, just that kind of thing or, we love watching movies. We got into the Marvel movies. And so like that always was really good with my dad and I's relationship. And like, there's always been kind of like a disconnect with my mom and I's relationship because she doesn't 
like quality time is not her love language. So mm-hmm. like when I'm trying yeah. to receive that from her, she's busy with work or like, you know, she's has other yeah. things, but she shows it in other ways. I just don't really receive it as much because mm-hmm. she'll do it where she's like doing acts of service or like, you know. Same with my mom. Yeah, and one of yeah. my mom's biggest ways of access service is like hosting. Like she loves having parties, she loves having people over. Mm-hmm. And so like she would always do that kind of sweet stuff for me and my sister for like birthdays or whatever. She always goes all out. And like that's Riley's her 21st I know. example. That's her <laughs> so way cute. of showing love. So she's but acts some, of service. Yeah, but sometimes I don't like receive that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes there's like that disconnect. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely words of affirmation 100%. Um Yeah. What is words of affirmation? It's, I guess, I mean, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, and it's kind of one of those self-explanatory ones, but it's just, like, encouragement, validation, um, just, like, a vocal showing of appreciation, I guess, and, like, that can come in different forms, like, whether it's, like, oh, you look really pretty today, or, like, like, with my career and stuff, like, I always love to be encouraged, and, like, being, like, if someone's, like, oh, I loved, like, the pictures you took the other day, or, like, like, I'm so proud of you for doing this gig mm-hmm. or like getting this job or I'm, I'm proud of how hard you're working. And it's that to me is like the most important thing. And I actually like talked to my boyfriend about it because I was so interested and I was, I'm just trying to talk about it with everyone. But I was asking him, I was like, how, so I guess to figure out someone's love language is like another way is like, how do you feel most loved by me? And I was talking to him. I was like, I love when you like talk to me about my art and like, like hype me up, I guess. And like, mm-hmm. just like validate me and make me feel good and and special in that way because like that's something I'm very insecure about is like my career path and whether I'm good enough to do it and I think hearing from someone that I love that they're proud of me and that I work hard and especially even not even if it's from him but even my parents and like my friends I think having that sort of like vocal validation to me Mm -hmm. is the most important showing of affection yeah yeah and then what about acts of service? Acts of service. I feel like acts of service and gift giving kind of go hand in hand. I feel like they all kind of mesh together, but those two are the most similar to me, um, which would be acts of service is doing something for your partner that you know that they would like. So whether that's taking out the trash or just little things like dropping off coffee for them at work or mm-hmm. um, like taking the car and putting gas in the car or even like your mom, like setting up your birthday and planning and Mm -hmm. um, doing those sorts of things. It's like going out of their way to do nice things for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something too that we can talk about is like you have your receiving love language and your giving love language. So my receiving is words of affirmation. Like I said, like I love, I love that like verbal validation, but I am a gift giver. So like I show my love by giving gifts and Mm -hmm. to people, whether that's like little notes or like, cause I love writing letters, which I think I don't know if that's like, I think that's gift giving, but just like a little reminder that I'm like thinking of you or. Yeah. I think I do a lot more gift giving than you're I give myself. You're a really good gift giver. Credit for like, I, I, Riley, you're a good really? gift giver. I love giving gifts. I get like so excited. I get to the point where like, I'm so excited for a gift <laughs> that I'm like, we can't wait until Christmas. You got to open it now. I know. I'm like, <laughs> you know? I got you something. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I can't tell you five minutes later. Okay. Let me tell you. Yeah. And I get so excited for it. Like, I don't know. Cause I also think about like, what I give gifts, I'm like, what do I want? You know, mm-hmm. like, or like, what do I think would be applicable? Applicable. Oh my God. Ap- <laughs> applicable. Ap- <laughs> applicable. What What do I think would, like you know. Benefit this person. Yeah. Or and like, what do I think they would like? I feel like I've been like kind of slacking on it lately. My sister has really been stepping up the gift giving <laughs> game. She like, you know, one Christmas she was telling my mom, she's like, Riley always gets me these really thoughtful and like really thought out gifts. And, like, I always feel bad because I don't ever do that. So she's been, like, 
actively trying. Yeah, she's been stepping it up to, you know, try to match that energy with me, I guess, in a way. And, like, so, like, she's gotten me a lot of, like, really sentimental gifts lately. And, like, I just, like, feel so, like, appreciative. But then also I'm, like, now I feel like it's a competition. And I'm, like, well, now i got to get her a better yeah. gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say it might feel like now a competition between y'all. But it's a good competition, though, to have. Can Avery, I say what's, what's yours? Are you gift giving or what is your like? How do you show love? <laughs> I was thinking about it when you said that Um, at first. I mean, I know that I'm I receive words of F. I love to receive words of F, but I don't know. I oh, honestly sorry. don't know. Like, I think it might be between acts of service or words of F. I don't know. I think what you said about your mom, like how you grew up like receiving words of aff like could translate into like you giving them i know avery i think you definitely give words of aff like yeah you do do. yeah okay like because you're always so like riley i'm so thankful for you and like blah blah (laughs) and i'm like and i'm like oh my god i can't like i like don't know how to like receive it you know i think i just say what i feel that's just like when i'm like doing that that's just me saying what i feel Mm -hmm. like what i'm thinking like yeah, and that's, like, where the, the good communicator comes in. It just comes naturally to you. Right, exactly. That's, like, where it just happens, and I, like, don't really plan mm-hmm. to be, like, I need to do words of F. I'm, mm-hmm. I just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that makes For sense. For me, I have to plan it. Like, I have to physically, like, go through in my mind, okay, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Are they going to think this is weird? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I do yeah. like receiving, like, especially from a romantic partner more than, like, a friendship. I feel like also, too, with friends, what I like to receive is different from what I like to receive with a romantic partner. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, with friends, it's, like, quality time and stuff. But, like, with a romantic partner, like, I want to hear that, like, I look good and like mm-hmm. that when I put in effort, I want like people to notice. Right. You yeah. know, I think it's like they all kind of mesh together and like there's a lot of layers to the love languages. Like you said, like it's different between friendships, family and like a significant other. But but I mean, I I like I'm remembering I'm like noticing myself like do acts of service, though. Like, I'll just, like, go out of my way. I'm like, oh, I'm going to run to the store. Do you need anything? Or, like... That's... Yeah. Or, like, you know... Well, you I'll can have more like, than one. Like, yeah. But I but that's cool that you, like, can recognize... It. That's what I've been doing. I'm, like... Like, I, like... Yeah, like, recognizing what, what you're doing and translating yeah. that into your love language, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but I... Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, both. It's <laughs> I can't both. decide. <laughs> She's just a lover. So, Lily, how can you incorporate, like, your love language into your friendships? Friendships or really like which which one did you? Yeah, either friendships or relationships. Either, yeah. I'm gonna go with relationships because that's kind of like the one that I your forte. My yeah, that's like what yeah. the book was about. So, I think just like communicating with your partner and just saying like how do how do you feel most loved by me or like I like I said I'm a gift giver and like I'm a, I'm a I, I like to consider myself a good listener. So like if my boyfriend's like oh like I loved this like chai tea from Portland Brew like. I would think about him and be like, oh, like, I'll just get him some chai tea or like, mm-hmm. like just little things that I'll remember and like right. stuff like that. So like just channeling your love language to like match theirs, match theirs and to like show that you do love them. But it's important to communicate how you feel most loved, because like you said, Riley, like if your love languages don't match, there's that barrier between you two where mm-hmm. you could be showing your love in a different way that they just don't accept or understand. Um, this is kind of random, but do you think there's a difference between giving a love language to someone because you love them versus people pleasing? Mm, that's really good. I didn't think about that's, that. That's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I know I was like thinking about it and I was like, I mean, there's a difference, I feel like, because you can do it because you love them and you're not really worried about 
yourself at the moment Mm -hmm. or you could be people pleasing because you're worried about how they perceive you that's true i think like with love languages though when you're doing it out of like pure love and affection i think it comes naturally and i don't think it's something you think about Mm -hmm. whereas like people pleasing you're like i wonder if if i do this maybe they'll like right that's it yeah or something like that Mm -hmm. but i think it's more natural and intuitive with love languages like you don't think about it and it's just like second nature yeah i guess but maybe that being said people can use your love language to a fault that's very true like where it turns into people pleasing yes wait what do you mean like if your love language is like giving gifts like maybe you know, they'll start, you know, kind of using you for that, like, financial gain with gift giving mm-hmm. or, like, oh. because they're getting things like, from you. Even it's you have to be careful, too, because, like, you don't want someone to take advantage of right. your love language. Like, if your words of affirmation and your partner is, like, manipulating you and putting you down and stuff, right. like. And they're using words of aff to do To it. do that yeah. because that's how you receive love and that's how you feel. That's scary. I know. So it can be, like, a tricky yeah thing yeah or i mean or like in the end if they're like well i've been doing this for you Mm -hmm. i've been giving you gifts Mm -hmm. like what are you doing for me Mm -hmm. that's where the communication comes into because in all of the examples that he uses in the marriage council part of it it's always it's always the conversation of i'm doing this for you and like i'm filling up the car with gas i'm cleaning the kitchen i'm doing this but Mm -hmm. i don't feel loved by you which is why the communication is important because you need to like communicate when someone does something and you feel loved like it could be different than what they're actually doing yeah or i guess if that makes sense yeah no i got it like yeah i think it's also important too though with love languages like i don't know if it's it's what's the thing in the bible where it's like do it without recognition from anyone do you know what i mean like oh like like the story the story of like the guy that donates and he makes a big scene about donating all this money yeah and then the homeless man donates what he has and exactly got like he only he only donated for the everyone to see him and like yeah do that so i think to okay. me that's important to like do it for yourself and mm-hmm. and because you want to rather than like like i love you and like i don't want you to ever think that because i do something for you you need to do it back yeah you know what i mean but like also it is good to be like aware i guess but i don't ever expect anything back from like a kind act that i do I yeah guess. but it's very selfless and yeah, i don't i don't know, either yeah. but then like whenever someone does do something back i'm like whoa I, like that's not what I was expecting from this, you know. Yeah. When yeah, yeah, you yeah. do like love languages like for your person, and you see the reaction, like does that make you feel good? Oh, for sure. Okay. Like that's that's what like it's all about is like being yeah. able to communicate in an effective way where you can see like clearly like like I'm filling up his or her love tank. Like right. I can see you're so happy like mm-hmm. with the things that I'm doing and how I'm communicating with you, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it, yeah, that's like the end goal, of course, for even friendships yeah. and relationships, just like making the other person happy and showing that you care. Yeah. I think like, oh my God, there's this one TikTok that I saw one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We reference TikTok way too much. It is an incredible news source. But no, this was like, I saw it like forever ago and it's always been in my head. Um, This girl was talking about like, do your love language like to yourself oh wow that's really good isn't Wait. that insane oh my gosh avery i think you just like cracked um, the code i think you just <laughs> cracked, cracked the code, code. Avery. Wait, isn't that insane though i like, love that like words of aff like, do like that to i yourself. need to talk nice to myself like yeah. i need to like like look in the mirror i'm like you look so good oh today God, avery that is genius yeah or if it's wow. like quality time like go on a walk by yourself yeah. or like go yeah. to like, dinner by or yourself treat yourself or like yeah that's gift giving yeah you know? if we're like yeah if like go get yourself dinner literally yeah whoa I that was Avery, insane. that's like mind wow 
Yeah. Ava, you really just cracked the <laughs> really my world for sure. Drop the mic out here. Damn, self love. What happens when someone has a different love language than you? Like, can that be a big barrier in a relationship or. Yeah. Oh my God. I heard that. I heard that. Oh my God. It was like right into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, oh, was funny that it was, was a funny gurgle. it was a throat gurgle what was i saying um, um oh yeah what happens if someone has a different love language than you <laughs> and if they you know how how do you navigate that and like communication and like what if your partner isn't even giving you the communication of their love language like what if they're like not into it or something okay this is an interesting question because i was in the book he talks about um, military spouses and like if you're oh yes if yours I, is i read if, that yeah in if, if theirs is quality time or yours is quality time and you are doing a long distance relationship there's ways you can get around it a couple examples were the he sent Avery made a face that i just go that camera caught it because <laughs> you uh, said long distance and Avery goes <laughs> it's okay maybe not for okay. long yeah maybe, maybe not for long maybe, yeah just who knows <laughs> um gary talks about it in the book where he's like gives examples where one person that he was talking to traced her hand on a piece of paper and like wrote a little letter and then mailed it to her husband who was in the military and mm. he was like i really felt loved by that because every time i would think about her i'd put my hand on that paper and think <gasps> about holding her hand that's and, so um, sweet i know i thought that was really cute because there's there's ways to overcome yeah the distance if you're a quality time person which mm -hmm. seems impossible but that seems yeah that seems you know, so hard but yeah. there's like little things that you can do and like like i said like love is a choice and you got to put in that effort but <laughs> another thing would be um i think what was it someone sent their sweatshirt to their, oh, I saw that their one. significant other. Oh, yeah. that's such a cute one. And it was like I felt him it, like giving me a hug every time I put it on. Right. So it's like there's scent on it too. Yeah. yeah. Like it yeah. smells like him. Or it yeah. smells like that's so mm -hmm. cute. I love that. But I think there's definitely ways to get around that. I think just like communication and like thinking outside the box. And if someone does have a different love language than you, it's not a deal breaker, but it's something that you guys like something for y'all to like mm -hmm. work on and like communicate with and mm -hmm. and like actively have to work on that. Yeah, definitely. Because like it doesn't come natural to the other person. Mm -hmm. One of the <laughs> interviews that I watched with him was so funny. He goes, if you suck at words of affirmation, like listen to other people like throughout yes. your day and write down like what you hear them say that are like affirming. Mm -hmm. And then, and then this is my favorite part. He goes, run into the room where your partner is just say it and just say it and then run out and yeah leave. and, and run just out. leave and just do it you just yeah. do it like if it doesn't come natural to you like you know just run in just say it real quick and run out like don't would wait you, for a response <laughs> would you rather have your partner give you words of af over text or a letter or in person i think i don't know well obviously in person is best but yeah. um but sometimes like to have it in writing i think that's why i'm a i love letters is because like yeah I think there's something about taking the time to like write something out and put effort into it instead of like sending a quick text like you put thought and effort into this letter and like thought right. about it and I don't know I just think there's something special about that but yeah, yeah. one yeah. thing I think of too is like when I receive words of af within a romantic situation even if someone's busy or like is gonna have like a really busy day like just a little text of like hey I'm really busy 
but I'm thinking about you mm-hmm. and I'll text yeah. you whenever like, I'm done. Yeah. Like that would mean so much to me. Like me too. you don't need to talk me to me too. all day, but as long as like you communicate like, Hey babe, I got a really busy mm-hmm. day ahead, but I'm thinking about you and I love you. Yes. And then just like leave yeah. it at that. That is like, because like they're planning their day and they're like, they're they have you. you. Right. And they have you in their thoughts like in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the same thing with like, good morning, good night texts are like, Oh, I love those texts. Good or morning like, and good night texts have actually been proven to like boost serotonin. So you oh. get serotonin and dopamine hits whenever you get good morning and good night text yeah i love that i love i love that or even like have a great day at school like love you or like because i'm still in school yeah (laughs) like have a great day at work like i hope you have a good shift yeah just like little simple Mm -hmm. things like that and it's not like you need to be texting me throughout the day but like like, if you just like give me a heads up like i got a busy day i can't talk but i love you and i'm thinking about you Mm -hmm. that's all i need you know do you think that like there's always this saying that like love is sacrificing but do you think it's more of a compromise or sacrificing? No, if it's a sacrifice, that's like yeah, that's that what I'm that seems kind of toxic. But if it's like yeah. a compromise, <laughs> and like both people are having to compromise, that's that's healthy. And it should always be like easy. Mm-hmm. It should never be hard when you. Yeah, compromise. that's not true. Like, oh, well, I know, but I'm saying like it shouldn't be like like at first it might be hard, you know, mm-hmm. to come to a compromise and get used to it. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. it shouldn't like. It shouldn't get to the point where it's, like, really hard. Yeah, it should be something you want to do. Like, it shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be anything. Like, it should be, like, I love this person and I want to put in the effort. Yeah, I hate the term, too, of unconditional love. Oh, my God. I hate that term so much because love shouldn't be unconditional. It should be under conditions, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you if you don't set boundaries within love and relationships it's not going to work out you know if you're unconditionally loving someone you're giving and giving and giving yeah and you're not receiving mm-hmm. that's not healthy love you it's know so, like taking a break to just step yeah. back and, yeah and like it's so interesting that you say that because literally like two days ago i read an article that was talking about unconditional love and it's real it's a real thing mm-hmm. like i experienced it with that last relationship but it was a bad relationship and that's and that's why because toxic. you yeah. loved him unconditionally right and he only loved you on his terms and i only have ever experienced unconditional love one time and it was with him and it was a terrible relationship Mm -hmm. like and it like it's such like a powerful type of love but it's a bad powerful yeah Mm -hmm. and like a conditional type of love is like look i i do love you so much but i can't be with you 24 7 right like I need to go be with my friends. I need to have the freedom to go do mm-hmm. other things. Whereas like unconditional is like, okay, like they want to be with me. I'll be with them all the time, 24 right. seven until it drives one person crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because I always feel like unconditional love that should only be with like your parents and you. Cause like your parents are going to love you no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm like, thinking but about even then it, there needs to be boundaries right. with that. I'm like, now like that I'm older and I'm learning more about it. I'm like, now that I'm an adult, and like they're an adult now and I see them like in that light too, you know? Yeah. I'm like, now there needs to be like those boundaries and those definitions of healthy for you guys, whatever that is. And it's just interesting to see it in that way now. Yeah. Like with your parents. Mm-hmm. I think too, like conditional love isn't like you do this for me, then I'll do this for you. Cause that's what people think of like conditional love. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not the case. Conditional love is just setting boundaries of, you know, like my, my love tank is empty like I need something from mm-hmm. you you know yeah. and it's not just like uh, I'll only do this for you if you do this for me mm-hmm. it's it's not right. like transactional like that 
it's more of like it's communication it's i mean that's what it boils yeah. down to is like can you communicate to your partner that you feel loved when they do this or like you're missing this and if you can't like i feel like that's the problem but like you should feel comfortable enough to talk to your person about it and like be able to have a conversation because ultimately communication i feel like is the biggest one of the biggest things in any relationship yeah that was a good little tangent, little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like you can have like, unconditional love that's healthy i think yeah that's a good like a good way to put it when people think of unconditional though it's like i will do anything for this well, person I'd rather and just i will have like a healthy relationship yeah like yeah and it's okay to like have disagreements but like if you can talk it out like yeah how have love languages positively oh my god how have <laughs> love <laughs> i cannot talk today it's okay same how and has how has love languages positively affected your relationship currently oh yeah that's a good question um yeah so i i think i he, well he's words of affirmation so he likes encouragement and and positive reinforcement reinforcement um he's a musician so i feel like that's that kind of tracks because like yeah, as a musician, you literally you, will get positive reinforcement yeah, through the audience. Exactly. Yeah. Cheering so I and think clapping. that's where it stems from. But I like try and make a conscious effort of like, like really sitting down and, and listening to his stuff that he shows me or when he's excited about something like, obviously, I'm excited about it no matter what. But like, verbalizing that to him and being like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're working so hard. Like, I love this song. And like, being honest, even if I like, maybe I don't like it, but just being honest with him and like, really showing him that I do care and I do I am proud of him and um that I do love his music and I don't know I just think focusing on like your love language and verbalizing that I don't know mm -hmm. do you think that's why we chose to go into a field where we produce content that goes out onto platforms kind of like him where it's music and he gives good feedback or gets good feedback oh like your love you language think, in your career maybe yeah do you think that's why that we're both in like the field where like we produce stuff for other people to show to the world maybe and then like we like you get that validation right from your work yeah mm -hmm. i guess i guess maybe yeah i could see how it would like i influence. think especially mm -hmm. for musicians that's like yeah mm -hmm. they just get they get validated from fans and um people listening to their their message and their story yeah and, yeah and like mm -hmm. audience um reactions you don't realize like how much a performer feeds off the audience mm, right. like if they're i remember sometimes like i would i'd be singing this like really upbeat song for like junior high students and they would literally just stand there and look at me like i'm an idiot and i would yeah. still yeah. have to like perform and jump mm. around and try to get interactive with them and like they wouldn't give me anything so then i'd mm. feel like crap like i'm not doing a good job it's, like i'm not uh -huh. you know and like mm -hmm. you know it might just be that morning like people are tired it yeah. was like a the 9 a.m service and like <laughs> then the 11 o'clock everyone's jumping around so it's like the same thing as like a workout class or a dance class mm -hmm. like your coach is like come on let's do it let's like go like, like right or yeah. like your like the dance class teacher instructor is like all right like you like, got this like hit hit snap like mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah mm -hmm. they like are so verbal and they're like trying to amp you up to mm -hmm. keep going yeah Definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think being a musician too is like one of the most vulnerable career paths you can take. So being able to like tell, I don't know. Just like well, it's, it's like it's you a, really like put you yourself, put yourself out, out there. there. Right. And if the audience doesn't like it, it feels really personal because yeah. it feels like they don't like you, you so, know? Yeah, just hearing yeah. positive reinforcement about that I feel like is important because mm -hmm. it's, it's so vulnerable and you're really putting a piece of you into mm -hmm. like the music that you make or like a song or even like a performance and stuff it's like the podcast yeah yeah we put ourselves out there all the time yeah well the thing that's like kind of different with and i've like written about this in like 
papers and stuff for school. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's so hard with podcasting is like, you have to find that energy within yourself. You know what I mean? Like we have to bring that energy. Whereas like other things, you're getting energy from other people. So like Mm -hmm. we have to know, oh, we're like, we're recording right now. It's time to step it up. I got to bring my energy up. I got to bring my voice up. I got to sound like I'm interested. Mm -hmm. You know, even if some days I'm just like, oh my God, I really don't feel like doing this, you know? Yeah. And then the second that it starts recording, I'm like, what's up everybody? Like, you know, people don't understand how hard it is. Like y'all put in so much effort planning every episode, like Mm -hmm. getting all the equipment set up and yeah. Editing, editing, social media, marketing. Seriously. It's a full-time job guests for sure scheduling yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's a lot it's a lot more than like we originally thought it would be you know yeah but like it is hard because we don't have a live audience we don't have anyone that's like we don't know if people are laughing at our jokes yeah you don't know we don't like the only way i know is when my friends text me about it i'm like that was really funny riley (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah see but that's the words of aff right yeah words of affirmation is Mm But it's hard not getting it from because we do have a lot of listeners that we don't we don't know who they are like right and you know we know they listen but they're not like interacting mm-hmm. in for in like terms of like writing in or social media it's like we know that there's people out there listening but we don't know we don't get that immediate we validation. don't get like the yeah we don't get the validation from it because like we're not receiving you know submissions or like follows on Instagram. So it, it feels hard for us sometimes because mm-hmm. we think that what we're doing doesn't matter. But then right. then I'll like see people that I haven't talked to in a while and they just come up to me and they're like, I've been listening to the podcast. I'm obsessed with it. And then mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, Which is oh, the words okay, of like, affirmation. Yeah. yeah. Like that positive reinforcement. Yeah. That you're doing good. Mm-hmm. You're working hard. Like people enjoy listening to what you do. Mm-hmm. I think it also takes a lot of self-confidence too because since you're not getting that immediate reaction Mm -hmm. you kind of have to find it within yourself yes you kind of have to just like keep going and Mm -hmm. see how it turns out and that's the end of that you know yeah yeah and just like hope people hope it's the best yeah yeah (laughs) literally um well i guess that's all we have on love languages today lily it's time for shitty things shitty things of the week Shitty Shitty you got a shitty thing for us what the heck have i done that's shitty what have I, d- have I done anything shitty to you? Not that I can think of. <laughs> okay, I've, I thought of my shitty thing. It's kind of, it's more funny than shitty, but. Um, it's still good. It still works. It's still good. It's still, it's still it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Halloween night and we were having a little party, a little kickback, a little shindig. And I'm, I'm like, have to go get something from the store. So we've got all of our friends over, including Riley, and she has a, black car and it was very dark out and i open the garage door without thinking and i start backing my car up really fast because i i don't know what we needed but apparently it was important i needed to get it from the store and all of a sudden i hear oh. i was like oh my god i've just hit someone's car your heart stopped and i look <laughs> i like pull forward park the car get out and i see the blue bedazzled license plate and i was like <laughs> i just hit riley's car Granted, oh a week God. before you did break the top off my Jeep. It was a little thing. It was a little plastic thing. But it was still funny because we both, like, within a week span, like, broke each other's cars. <laughs> and I, like, I remember I, I ran inside and I was like, Riley, it's not that bad. It's okay. 
but <laughs> I did just hit your car. Don't freak out. <laughs> Don't freak out. Well, I was like also drunk too, so I was like, I was like, yeah, it's fine. And then like a <laughs> yeah, few days later, today. I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's like, not. Actually, that's actually, actually dead, dead there. <laughs> well, I remember going inside. I don't know what I was thinking, Kiki, but I no. there was like a I could see a scratch, and I and I grabbed a magic eraser, and I was like, this will get it out. And I was like <laughs> trying to erase the scratch, and oh my gosh, but is she fixed now. Well, my dad was able to buff out the scratches okay, when I was home, but there's a little bit. Okay, good. Well, that's my shitty thing that I think is kind of more funny than shitty, but. Yeah, and yeah, then, then like the week good. before, I honestly, I still stand to the belief that I was drugged. I really do. Like, I mean, I. It was. I you was, definitely weren't sober. <laughs> no, like I was fine one minute. I got another drink from this guy and all of a sudden I was not fine. And it wasn't even like drunk. Cause I was like, I don't know. I just like, I really do believe that I was drugged. I don't think that that was alcohol related. Like I had been drinking, but I have like a really high tolerance. That kind of stuff like never happens to me. Like I've mm -hmm. never gotten that out of control mm -hmm. of my body mm -hmm. because I don't like getting that drunk. Yeah, I don't yeah. like being out of control. And like, it was literally like, a, it was like a moment and I wasn't even taking shots or anything. I was sipping on a drink and I it just like somewhere a just flipped a switch where I was Damn. fine one second, the next second I was like gone. Mm -hmm. not there nobody's home and then enters yeah. lily <laughs> yeah and then lily comes to pick I, us well, up i have like i have like a 99 old jeep with like a little soft top but i think the top was off i remember like what was happening though i was climbing into the jeep yeah. well, and i was we were all to pick y'all up on broadway because i was dd i guess and riley's like all right we'll meet you on the street so i'm like parked in the middle of the street on broadway and like like I think ten girls like were all climbing in the back of my car with like mm -hmm. this like Jeep huh? with no top. It was kind of it was kind of fun. And then Riley was like, You're like grabbing on to like my soft top, I think, and like accidentally ripped something off. But No, what happened? I remember like I I stepped on the wheel and Did I start driving? You started driving. Oh my gosh. So then <laughs> I fell off and as I was fault. falling, I grabbed for something. <laughs> And I think that's when it came up because oh the, the tire I didn't know. I had, to, I had to move. Because you were like screaming. You're like, get in the car, get in the car. There's people. And I was like, I'm trying. And then the car I'm started trying. moving. And then oh I like fell off. Oh, oh and, then, and then I had to climb back on. And then you, you threw up on the side of my car. I did throw up. And like, Damn. that's like where I just think like, because I remember like. You, I don't think you've ever. No. You've never. Yeah. Thrown up no, no, never. I've never seen you throw up or anything ever. Mm -mm. I've thrown up like being hungover. Like yeah. literally. Mm -hmm twice in my life yeah mm -hmm. and i'm the same yeah i guess that's kind of my shitty thing too is like the <laughs> other side of the story but i i don't know i just really i can't say the same I've i really <laughs> don't think that it was alcohol related like it was just like it was just too big of a switch and like that happened to cali one time whenever we were you guys on broadway like, talked about it you're like i, I felt the same way yes yeah. because it was literally like she was fine Yes, that's how like, I felt. Like when we I got were like sober when we got to Broadway. Right. We took one shot and immediately Callie was gone. It just like felt like the same kind of thing of we were fine mm -hmm. one second and the next we're not. And I know a lot of times that happens with alcohol, mm -hmm. but usually that's like whenever you're taking shots or you're right. like slamming drinks. And like that was just not the case for either of us, you know? Yeah. No, oh my God. One time I like that sounds so accurate because like literally one time like when i was home like in high school in dallas we were at this club and we had bottle service and we were all at a table and i drank a vodka cranberry like a normal sized glass mm -hmm. with a straw you know just like a vodka cranberry and like i had one and i was so sober before that and i like it's like you flip a switch like you're just like 
out. Yeah, like, you're not there. And like I'm like stumbling, cannot lights are cannot on, say no words, on. like cannot even think straight. That's the thing. I could barely walk. Right. I like I broke Faith's table too because I like went to sit <laughs> I on the bed. About yeah. that. I went to sit on oh her God. bed <laughs> and I like fell over and like hit her thing. I like, like knocked the leg off of her. I, yeah. I've never had any experience like that ever. That's like scary, same. it was so scary. And I was like, who the fuck? Like maybe I was drugged. I don't know, but who the fuck did that? Because it was all my friends. Yeah. Like, and we were just sitting at a table. Like I didn't go anywhere. Like, so I was like, no one could have slipped something in my drink. I don't know. No, you'd be so shocked of how fast someone can just like, yeah, like pop it in yeah. or like pour something in. Like you can like turn away for one second and your drink could be spiked. Yeah. Like I was it, done for. Yeah. And like, I really don't think that like that was just alcohol. No, I, no. Be I believe you. I mean, like, I'm not. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I couldn't walk. I couldn't see straight. Mm. I remember being in we the car. Like, really, we were dizzy. And like, I was just like my, like the world was spinning. And I know right. that that's like a symptom of alcohol, but that yeah. it's a symptom no, of alcohol. It's, it's, it's like not the same thing. On, like, like gas or something. Yes. It felt like, like laughing gas, you know, they yes. put it on and like it starts spinning and then yeah. you're like, that's ex yeah, exactly. it's exactly that kind of feeling. It was so weird. Well, oh my God. I don't think I've ever wow. been drugged, but I love that we can like relate on that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I honestly thought about this when you were talking about the car part, how it was like moving and you had to like get in. So one time, first grade, um, <laughs> we're <laughs> throwing it way back. I know, way back there. Um, it was picture day, and my nanny was dropping off me and my sister at school, and so we were like fighting or something um, about something that happened, and I was getting out of the car, and she got out first. No, I got out first. She got out last. And then she didn't close the door. And I was like, idiot. So oh I go and I try to close the door. And my um, I slam it on my finger. Oh. Yeah. And my nanny starts driving away with my finger in oh the door. Oh, my gosh. No. With my finger in the door. Yeah. It was that's traumatizing. Like a, a pink panther movie. Oh, that's the hairs that hurts yeah. my hand. Picture oh, day, first grade. And I, I start banging on the window. I'm like, I'm like, I'm out here. Like, stop. Like, I need to like. Yeah. And it was <laughs> Riley, so. Riley, I start driving away. <laughs> and it was like so scary. And oh I was gosh. like. Did you break your finger? No, just my nail came off. Oh. Yeah, and it was like oh, hanging by a thread. That's even worse. It was oh, hanging no. by a thread. My I nail. can't do. I can't do finger injuries. Yeah. I feel like nail yeah. stuff is even worse it than finger hurt. stuff. I broke my thumb, and I went two weeks with a broken thumb before I finally went to the doctor. <laughs> I've lost a nail, and the worst fucking pain of my life. Yeah, you know. Well, like Terrible. I always have my nails done too. So like any any if I get a broken nail, it's not a good day. Yeah, and like I was. You like, know, I slam it. <laughs> slam it. In the it door. was just like hanging. Just oh, of a thread. I hate that. And I was I like, oh that. my God. And it was picture day. So I go and I'm like in like sitting on like the stool <laughs> for the picture and I'm like just smiling, like crying, but smiling. <laughs> and like, smiling like through holding the my finger. I'm like, <laughs> like, like I was in the nurse, like the nurse's office for like 30 minutes before that. And so I go from the nurse's office to the picture place, whatever. And I'm just like, like crying. <laughs> tears on your face. Yeah. And you're like, I'm good. <laughs> Sweet oh, first grade Avery. Terrible, but oh my God. Yeah. That's so funny. That's well, my shitty thing. <laughs> that's all we have for you guys today. Uh, Lily, go ahead and like tell everyone where they can find you. Tell them about like your like photo instagram and like all of that well first of all thank y'all so much for having me i'm not an expert on love languages but i did read one book so it was really fun talking to you guys oh. um again i'm lily nelson uh you can find me on instagram uh lily underscore nelson nine because i think lily nelson is, is too common of a last name yeah so <laughs> lily underscore nelson nine on all the things uh riley's last name is nelson too so yeah we'll sit together at graduation we're pretty sure that somehow we're distantly related. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, we're distantly related. Yeah. 
And if y'all ever need any graphic design help, you can always hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at You're Not The Worst Podcast. And go check out our website at www.you'renottheworst.com. And also, do not forget, we have a YouTube channel now. So you can go find us there at You're Not The Worst Podcast. We're going to have our episodes up on there if you want to watch it with video instead of just audio. And write, write yeah. those submissions for shitty things. That's oh, yes, where I was please. going next. You can, you know, email us. You can DM us. Uh, the email is shitty things at You're Not The Worst. Um, and as always, you can follow my personal Instagram, Riley Nelson 18. My personal Instagram is Avery Blessing. Please do not forget to rate and review us. And as you know, as always, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Bye, guys. <laughs>